Today, Glenda Lee Allen Vossler talks with Neil Banbury, the Assistant Vice President of Richardson Pioneer, about their expansion in Western Canada. Neil, what we wanted to focus in on is the fact that construction on a new high-throughput grain elevator for Richardson is underway at Carmichael, Saskatchewan. Talk to us a, a little bit about why Richardson wanted to look at that Carmichael area and build a facility there. Carmichael is 65 kilometers west of Swift Current, or you could say 10 kilometers west of Gull Lake, right on the Trans-Canada Highway and right along the CP main line. So we see that marketplace as as a bit of a gap in our overall network across Western Canada. Uh, We do have facilities in in Maple Creek and in, in, in Swift Current, but Due to both of those locations and our ability to expand those locations is very limited. So we've seen Carmichael as being a great opportunity for us to uh, to build a large facility with with, uh, with a loop track and just be able to service that whole southwest corner of, of the province. Now you mentioned the facility will have a loop track. Can you fill us in on, on more of the details? The site will include a high throughput elevator, so the elevator will consist of uh, 40... 46,000 ton overall capacity, 21,000 metric ton of, of concrete capacity, and then 25,000 tons of, of steel storage. So, And that will include 60,000 bushel per hour shipping capacity, 30,000 bushel per hour receiving capacity, and uh, a loop track that will be able to accommodate 175 high-capacity cars. We will proceed with with the site work throughout the summer. We'll look to do probably some some piling and some some concrete uh, pad work in the fall, and then we'll look to pour the slip early in the spring of of 2022, and we'll progress with installing equipment through next summer, and we'll be hopefully in a position that we can take grain by late 2022 into that facility. And then once this facility is done, you have more plans in place. Yeah, so once we get the site built and, and the elevator up and running, we'll, we'll look to, to put uh, a full-service crop input site on, on the grounds of this facility. So that would include uh, high-speed drive fertilizer blending and a 10,000-square-foot AWSA certified chemical warehouse. And you're hoping for that to be done then about what time frame? We would look to do that in the spring of 2023, so spring and summer of 2023. Now, Neil, as well as the facility that you're building at Carmichael, Richardson Pioneer also building a facility at Huellen, which is just west of Grand Prairie in the Peace region. Yeah, so Hugh Allen's going to be a little bit different. It is just a touch smaller, um, not a lot. It's going to be a few thousand metric tons smaller than than what the Carmichael facility is going to be, just in the difference in design of it a little bit. Um, the loop track is going to be 150 cars versus 175, but it will still be high-capacity, high-throughput elevator, and we're going to look to do crop inputs at that site in 2022. Neil Banbury is Assistant Vice President with Richardson Pioneer. For Golden West, I'm Glendalee Allen Vossler. Thanks, Glendalee. 
Agriculture and Agri-Food Canada's new drought outlook tool is the first of its kind in Canada to predict drought conditions 30 days into the future. Here's AAFC agroclimate specialist Trevor Hadwin. Drought is one of Canada's costliest natural disasters with huge financial implications and often spanning multiple years. Uh, drought does not only uh, affect the economy, but drought results in land degradation, water supply and quality issues and impacts the health of Canadians and the environment. So our group has uh, been tasked with monitoring drought and, and providing the conditions of drought throughout Canada for the last number of years. And uh, one of the things that's always been missing is the ability to provide a forecast or a heads up to producers and resource managers across the country in terms of how drought might look or develop into the future uh, so that they can better prepare themselves. And And the hope is that drought out, the drought outlook will uh, help lessen the impacts of drought and lead to better management practices during the drought. How does this uh, tool work? Yeah, so we've linked uh, our current conditions, uh, the Canadian Drought Monitor, um, to the Environment Canada forecast. Uh, so the Environment Canada and Climate Change Canada provides a 30-day forecast into the future. And we've looked at link, or we've tried to link the, the current conditions of drought to that forecast uh, by using a, a, a machine-based learning uh, model uh, that helps develop drought indices uh, into the future and kind of predicts the classification of drought in, in 30 days. Um, so we, we predict drought as improving, degrading, or remaining the same uh, for all 10 provinces and two of the three territories in Canada. Just how significant is that um, 30 day window, I guess, compared to what was uh, previously um, done? Yeah, so in, in the past, we haven't been doing very much prediction of drought uh, at all. Um, we've always looked at how things might um, result if we get a little bit of rain here and there, uh, but we've never had a the ability to fully understand how uh, drought may evolve over the, the next month. Uh, so um, this is a fairly significant advancement, and uh, the, the process that we've launched uh, recently in terms of the drought outlook will continue to improve as the model uh develops and as we we continue to tweak and add new data to it. And um, just wondering, how are things looking um, at this point across the prairies? Yeah, so we do the drought uh, assessment and the drought forecast at the beginning of each month. Uh, So it's usually released uh, within the first week of the the month start. So um, as of uh, the beginning of the month, uh, we're looking at uh, not a whole lot of improvement across the prairie region, but, but certainly some. Uh, so northern Saskatchewan, uh, the northern agricultural regions of Saskatchewan are certainly looking at improving. Um, we've got some improvement along the southern regions of the province, uh, which, which is very good. Those areas were in, in fairly severe drought um, at, at the beginning of the month, so uh, the prediction is that some of that area will improve. Um, but the, the large central region of Manitoba, and, and uh, the central region or central agricultural regions of Saskatchewan look like they're going to remain with no change uh, moving forward. So uh, certainly a little bit of improvement for uh, crops, but probably not uh, overall drought improvement uh, for water supplies, uh, pasture conditions, and other uh, items related to drought.
where can people access this uh, the the drought information? So all our information is posted on Agriculture Agri-Food Canada's Drought Watch website. So you can either Google uh, the Drought Watch website and look for the Canadian Drought Monitor or the Canadian Drought Outlook. Uh, both of those products are, are listed right there. That was Agriculture and Agri-Food Canada Agroclimate Specialist Trevor Hadwin talking about their new Drought Outlook tool. That's it for the Prairie Eggwire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email, thefarmdesk at goldenwest.ca. On behalf of Glenda Lee Allen Wassler, I'm Corey Canute. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. The Prairie Eggwire will return tomorrow on the Golden West Farm Network.